Welcome to Top Stories, I'm Andy Zaltzman, rummaging around in the archives of the Bugle podcast to find the biggest news in the world many years after we first reported on it. We're going back to June 2018 now. It was a busy week as we recorded issue 4070 of the Bugle. Alice Fraser joined me to look at Ukrainian assassinations and Daxons. Top Story this week, well it has been a dramatic week. On this uh, renowned planet of ours, all manner of exciting goings-on. Trade wars, fake deaths, um, Europe basically voting itself to the very precipice of uh, oblivion. But Alice, you have found the single most important story in the universe for us, as our most important story in the universe correspondent. Yes, Andy, strap yourselves in, uh, tie your hair on. In Sausage Dog News Now, <laughs> Trevor, the terrific dachshund, has made news headlines for being a tiny dog who suddenly blew up like a balloon, but luckily didn't explode. <laughs> the background of the story is his owners were used to him being one size, which was tiny, and then they were quite alarmed when he mysteriously ballooned to three times his tiny size. Still, still quite small, bigger than it should have been. Doctors don't know how it happened. Vets used x-rays to determine that Trevor had punctured his windpipe, which caused his small body to fill with air, and he was admitted to a vet group for emergency care. So what happened was the injury caused an abnormal collection of air under the skin, and uh, he blew up, really putting the into Dachshund. <laughs> Normally, in an incident like this, the air would sort of absorb on its own, but Trevor needed immediate help, and so the vets cut a hole in him in order to deflate him and stop him filling up with air on every breath. Now, everyone in my newsfeed is circulating this like it's a cute story. <laughs> but it is a horrifying story. What the f*** is wrong with literally everybody I know? This is a terrible thing. You can breathe your own skin off like a nightmare balloon. <laughs> I'm going to have dreams forever about people flying inflated dogs through the park on leads with you know, those yappy little rat dogs coming at you at head height. They already think they're hot shit. They're not. They're tiny inbred disappointment wolves who free ride on human beings' infinite appetite for arse-licking sycophants. <laughs> we just Zing. keep them round to prop up our self-esteem by loving us unconditionally and in return we cut their balls off and thumb worm tablets into their bottoms according to pharmacy instructions. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is a, a harrowing story. Uh, but at the same time, dog inflated like a balloon. I mean, what are you arguing with here, Ash? <laughs> it's, it's a horrifying Zeppelin scenario. It's just, <laughs> oh, oh, the dogmanity. Well, it, I mean, it does suggest that there there could be some military application for this if you used <laughs> you know, helium or even hydrogen instead of regular air to inflate the dog. No, no, there's so many possibilities, Andy, and they're all terrifying. Right. I mean, uh, the dog's owner, Jessica, told the BBC his head and neck all merged into one. So he was just like a super fat seal. (laughs) Well, I mean, two points here. One, quit the interspecies body shaming. Seals can live how they want to live. Yes. There's nothing wrong with being. In fact, it's beneficial if you're a seal to be on the large side, um, bearing in mind prevailing meteorological conditions. And water temperature. Uh, and also, his head and neck almost into one, so he was just like a super fat seal. I'm pretty sure that's a direct quote from the Book of Revelations, isn't it? <laughs> Are you saying Jesus ballooned? That the nails introduced this scenario into his... Well, it could have, they could have done. Maybe that's why that's he floated, why he floated, floated off. <laughs> <laughs> we're in so much trouble, Andy. <laughs> if God exists, we're so fucked. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, given the state of the planet anyway, you might as well take your chances uh, <laughs> chances with the almighty as well. Anyway, if you have ever um, deliberately or otherwise uh, inflated a sausage dog, uh, please do contact us at hellobuglers at thebuglepodcast.com. What kind of interaction are you expecting from that? <laughs> at least we know where, where they are so we can watch out if they're coming at us. Yeah, for, Certainly if they did it on purpose, we want to know who and where they are. Yes. I mean, I'm not, I'm not advocating the inflation of... Of sausage dogs. It sounded a lot like you were advocating the inflation of sausage if dogs. If you have Andy. witnessed an inflated sausage dog, I would like to know <laughs> what happened and how you dealt with the situation in a humane way. <laughs> Ukraine journalism news, and well, this is one of the great stories of all time. Uh, Arkady Babchenko, uh, the uh, Russian journalist. And Putin critic, and therefore, if we may add those two twos together to make the four of man who hasn't bothered taking out our pension because realistically, what's the f***ing point? He did one of the most spectacular faking his own assassinations in the history of uh, of humanity. I mean, the Football World Cup has not even started, <laughs> and already uh, people are hurling themselves to the ground pretending to be way more injured than they actually are. And... Um, Babchenko went down very convincingly this week, and to be fair, the ref bought it. And by the ref, I mean the entire world who reported his death as the fact that it soon proved not to be, because he went full in on this uh, this fake death. He went public shooting, yeah. four shots to the back of the head. Yes. This puts Tom Cruise doing his own stunts into perspective, it I does. think. And also... To, I mean, you've got to admire the lengths he went to this. I mean, understanding whether or not it was a good thing, uh, a sensible thing, or an act of purest idiocy, uh, I guess we'll let history be the judge of that. Well, but he didn't even tell his, his, his wife. wife. So, yeah, he emerged at a police press conference on Wednesday afternoon in front of journalists who had been expecting updates on the investigation into his murder. So they had been expecting some updates into his... Like, this is a showman right here. Like, this is, <laughs> this is like a punked... Ukraine death version like this is a terrifying thing to do to your friends who were all there his colleagues were all there he apologised to the journalists for the mad fake out and he also said special apologies to my wife yes I mean I hope there were very special apologies he said there was no other option which I don't believe is strictly accurate Alice because I believe there was another option that was to tell his wife (laughs) rather than not tell his wife that's his death was not actually real. Oscar, Maybe she's a very bad fake crier? Oh, that is possible, I guess. I mean, she could have, I don't know, just gone for an afternoon out in, in the woods or something. But he could have just asked her very nicely not to go splurting about it on uh, on Instagram. I imagine she'd have been she'd have been okay with that. But that's I mean, that's going to put strain on on a relationship, isn't it? If at any point in the future either of them, you know, suspects the other one of not being entirely honest with the other, then Oh um, yeah. I mean, that's it's quite a big piece of evidence you can dig out from the back catalogue, isn't it? Yeah, like if my brother is late to lunch, I replace him with a new brother within <laughs> about 15 minutes. That's. <laughs> um, Dabchenko said that he'd watched news of his own death whilst in a mortuary. Which is... <laughs> no! I mean, that's the last place you expect to be watching yourself on the television. I mean, not for me, obviously. The last place I expect to be watching myself on the television is in the United Kingdom. But, but, <laughs> but for most people, it would be uh, uh, a mortuary. They used um, pig's blood oh. as well, um, um, which, I mean, I it's think... Not if you're gonna, it's not kosher. It's not If you're going to pretend to assassinate yourself, at least you want to... 
you know, trying to do it in a in a in a kosher and halal way, just just to be on the safe side. Um, I, I feel very sorry for the other corpses in that mortuary. They've got to be super jealous. Yes, I mean he's yeah, but they've got to be some disappointed families, <laughs> like mourning their recently deceased when Arkady Babchenko sits up out of tears the tag off his toe and says, "Dada, not dead." That is, I mean, it's just like he has just sat down and watched too many ep- episodes of a daytime soap opera. Like, pursuing this line of reasoning, he's just going to... Next up, he's going to be acquiring amnesia and even an evil twin, a cliffhanger season finale, house <laughs> fire, and a shocking twist that'll be back after the break. Like, what else does he want? The pig's blood angle I was uh, I-, I was not comfortable with um, because, I mean, for a start, it's lucky that he wasn't... Because the thing is, there were genuine threats on his life. So it could have been that he was actually assassinated at the same time as faking his own assassination, at which point there'd have been pig's blood everywhere, which would have been then very awkward for the family, having to say to each other, well, they ran a DNA test at the autopsy. It turned out his real father <laughs> is, a, is a pig. It's really not the way I wanted to find this out, darling. I think there, I mean, there are some always some positives from these uh, these stories, and it's you know hard to know how that this will aggravate the political, shall we say, tension stroke war between Russia and the, the Ukraine. But I think this could well be the future of assassinations. Because, essentially, this has got all the benefits of assassinating someone. It gets all the media coverage for 24 hours, uh, but without the ethical awkwardness of having committed murder. So, I mean, I would like to see all future assassinations just done as a 24-hour joke. <laughs> but, I mean... <laughs> they need to get Ashton Kutcher in as a consultant. I mean, it's not often you hear those words, and uh, rightly <laughs> so, but maybe you've got a point. That was the top story from June 2018. To help keep the Bugle free, flourishing and independent for the rest of all eternity, do join the Bugle Voluntary Subscription Scheme to give a one-off or recurring donation. Go to thebuglepodcast.com. Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you you must be so excited. Listen now.